This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What up, Clock Dodgers? It's your boy, Neil. I appreciate you guys for joining me today. If you're new to the podcast, if you if this is your first time, if this is your first time, maybe you've seen the guest name, maybe the guest sent you here, right? That's really cool. That happens a lot. Um, maybe you just stumbled across it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, right? Welcome, first of all. Second of all, I always think about the, the first time listener and I'm always like, well, they don't know anything besides this episode. So I do want to let you know that we have past episodes that are not time sensitive. They haven't expired. Um, the content is still really good. If you're looking to be educated on a topic, um, if you just want to hear a passionate conversation, an entertaining conversation, you just want to laugh and kind of get away from the nine to five grind that you're in. Um, if you want to be motivated, we literally have conversations for everything, like everything. Um, so I do highly encourage you after this episode, which just I appreciate you even listening to this episode. Um, if you enjoy it, please subscribe. It means everything. Thing to us is kind of the, the lifeblood of what we do. Um, and if you can, go back and enjoy some old episodes. There's so much good content there. I'd hate for you to only know this episode. Um, so first, that's, that's the first thing I wanted to say. Second of all, if you're a longtime listener, you know what it is. You know how we roll. The guest today is Key from OBS Beers, Open Bottle Society. Um, I say beers. It is kind of what he does, right? But that doesn't mean if you don't drink, that this episode isn't for you. Because again, you know how we roll at Cloud Dodgers. Um, no matter what the person does or no matter what the industry they come from, we always have a conversation that's universal, that can be enjoyed by everybody. So this is an episode for everybody. So whether you don't drink at all, whether you drink a little bit or whether you drink way too much, I'm not judging. No one's judging. <laughs> You're good to go. You'll enjoy this episode either way. Um, big shout out to Key for joining me. It was a lot of fun. I knew it would be. It took a little time to make it happen because of our schedules, but it was well worth it. Um, I, I'll catch you guys, of course, on the outro. We'll, we'll kind of catch up on some things, but other than that, I just want to get to the episode. I don't really want to hold you back. I just don't want to hold you back from it. It's well worth it. Let's just get to the episode. Let's just get to the episode. Welcome to new listeners. Shout out to all the family that's been around forever. Whether this is your first episode ever or this is your 100th and 130th episode, whatever episode we're on, your family. From day one, from the second you step in this, from the second I step into your ear, that sounds really weird. I'm I didn't step into your ear, but it's just you get the point. Let's let's just get to the conversation. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot cope with him. Can't do it. You play with me. I mean, listen, we talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. You are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers Podcast. Clock Dodgers Podcast. My guy, Key, welcome to the Clock Dodgers Podcast, sir. It's been, you know, long overdue here, but we're here, man. How's everything on your side? 
man, I'm gonna let you know right now, man. I appreciate you finally getting me on the show. <laughs> you know, I've, I've known you for quite some time offline, online. And I, I'll tell you what, it feels real good to finally be here with you. I agree, man. It has been a while, you know, schedules conflicted and then, you know, you just get caught lost in the sauce, but we're here. You know, with this with with this being the first time you're on the show, I figure we kind of start from the beginning because there's gonna be people who are listening who have no clue what we're talking about. So let's kind of start with what you right. do and then go from there, if that makes sense. Um, okay, absolutely. I, I I guess I could start it off with um, I am a uh, zythologist, <laughs> um, which is basically an educator of beer. Zytho being the Greek word of beer. Uh, I guess that would be a self-proclaimed title, but overall, I'm basically a really, real good describer of beer, if you will. So, a beer critic. Okay, and so you created a company, uh, a brand, a, a family, actually. So, called OBS yeah. Beers. OBS Beers. Um, and for those who have no clue what you do at OBS Beers, how would you describe it to those people? So. OBS beers, the OBS stands for Open Bottle Society. So in a nutshell, we're beer enthusiasts, but over the years since we started doing this in 2014, when we finally put it on paper and started recording, we have branched out to hard alcohol, non-alcoholic, kombucha, mead, cider, wine, you name it. If it's fermentable, uh, or things that you can ferment, we talk about it. And, you know, every now and again, uh, the fans, which we call OBS fam, uh, they usually throw us a curveball, so I'll get mailed something. Uh, case in point, recently we just did a video of Miramite versus Vegemite from Australia. Yeah. I'll tell you this, that was uh, rather <laughs> intense and fucking disgusting. So, yeah, it didn't look good. You know, we, <laughs> no, nah, it did not look good. And we have, and we also branch out not only with adults, but a lot of uh, youth helps us out. So, one of our uh, cast members brings their daughter to the set, and I, and she has a vivid imagination, little Miss Aspen. And so, she helps me do all the non alcoholic things like the sodas breweries make, or maybe she picked up a soda and she wanted to talk about it. And of course, the, you know, edible things and of that nature. But we were more than just craft beer enthusiasts. We are basically just people who enjoy a good time with good people. Right. And it's cool because like you said, you got people who mail you things. Um, you have different people roll through all the time. And of course you have your, you know, your regulars too, that are, that are always around as well. As well. What like, have you, have you learned from having so many people around as far as, you know, people who just roll through once people who roll through a hundred times, people who mail you stuff. Have you learned something about people from doing this show and from doing everything you do? with uh, ABS? Absolutely. With everything, there's a good and bad. So let's talk about the good first. So doing what I do, which is always on a live broadcasting scale, which we've moved from not only one where I've met you through Periscope. Right. Uh, we're also on Twitch, YouTube live when we get a chance and several other platforms that do live streaming. Um, the good thing is I get to meet the world and I get to meet different people's tasting process. So when someone comes over for the first time, we always tell them just be yourself. Don't use fancy words. Just tell me what you taste. And from there, the longer they stick to it, the more the education sticks to them. So it's a great learning, a, a great, I'm trying to figure the best words to say this without sounding too 
like formal here because you know on your show <laughs> I'm allowed to cuss and yeah. I don't want to I don't want them to know exactly what I do. I'll try to let them know I am professional at some point. Right. But in a nutshell, um, learning with the 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 people that come through, it's a great learning experience to see how they they view things, how they taste things, smell things, their interpretations. And the thing I've learned is let them go first. Because if I go first, then they just piggyback like, if I say, oh, it smells like this and tastes like this, they'll go, oh, man, you hit it right on the head. (laughs) And in my back of my mind, I'm like, you didn't try. So we always let them, you know, the guests go first and the cast members go first. Now, on the flip side, people are finicky. If people don't get favoritism, because what makes my show different especially when we live stream and you've seen this, I try my hardest to greet everyone, answer every question. And, 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 and even if the question comes later, I have a knack for understanding, Oh, this question that they're asking was something I said earlier, or they're responding to something five minutes later. And it was something we talked about five minutes earlier. You've seen how it works. I'm pretty good at it. And you know, work in the room. But the downside is sometimes we lose people because, you know, they didn't get that special attention and they forget. There are times I'm talking to 300 people at once. So some people get a little personal. Uh, that's the downside. And the other one is because people are finicky, people come and go. So you get attached to certain people because we're more than just live streaming. You know, everyone has my number. You have my number. Yep. And I give my number out all the time and emails. You can contact me directly through social media. So it becomes personal. And then when these people kind of just flake off or they kind of turn for some weird reason, those things kind of hurt. But that just comes with the territory. There's more good than it is bad. Right. Absolutely. And, and like, the interesting thing with OBS is that, like, I came across, like you said, on Periscope the first time I ever seen it. And it was, I think you were doing beer reviews at the time. I don't know what it was. But, you know... I literally rarely ever drink like I've drank sparingly here and there, but by no means am I a drinker by, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. But yet I find myself watching the show all the time, whether it's a beer review, (laughs) whether it's just random stuff that you guys are doing games, just conversation. So I say that because I don't want people who are listening to think, Oh, I don't drink beer. So, you know, this isn't for me. Fuck it. Like whatever. But like, there's more right. to it. You know what I mean? And so I just want to kind of get that Absolutely. out there because <laughs> that's important. So the number one, the, the number one thing most people can take away from obsbeers.com and watching us live is it's not just for people who consume alcohol. We offer the education so you can go out there and get something for your significant other. Right. So right. let's say somebody's wife wants to get their craft beer husband something, but doesn't know we provide that information to help people understand. At the same time, we make it fun. We're not snobs, we're not bougie. You know, we work with wine and other aspects of the five fermentable elements. Um, we, we're very inviting. Well, you know, I am especially, I'm very inviting and, and entertaining people and engaging. So even if you're not interested in our alcohol views, you're interested in the more more human contact that we provide, which is, talk to you, get to know where, you know, where you're from and what your interests are. And we go on the side tangents all the time. And then I guess the number one thing we talk about is probably the most nastiest, heinous things that are are funny to us. (laughs) You know, like we basically do beer talk the beer way, which means the things you do at a bar, whether you drink or not, because you're hanging out with your friends playing pool. That's how we talk. Right. 
And, 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 that, and that kind of brings me to another point with what made you decide that you were going to go this route of being raw and real and yourself, which, you know, in some terms, because we've seen cases where people who curse or people who talk about certain things, the audience sometimes is smaller because of that, right? It kind of limits it a little bit. What made you decide to go that right. route rather than play it safe, which I'm sure more do and get the, you know, possibly a bigger oh, audience. Or absolutely. Um, when, when I was becoming, um, see, I gave up becoming a, uh, a sommelier, which was in the wine world. And I just felt more comfortable in the beer world. I was looking up on YouTube, like we kind of fell into recording the way that we do. And, you know, you want to be better than someone else that's doing it. You know, you can't reinvent the wheel. All you can do is improve how it rolls. Right. So I've noticed a lot of these, um, and it's not a diss to them because a few of them I do contact and we do discuss, but majority of them are um, extremely stuffy and boring and there's like no personality. You know, you got to be tactful with your craftiness. You have to be tactful with dropping, you know, the F-bomb. And you just have to learn to, like, give and push, and it depends on your crowd. Because even there's been times you've watched me, and I don't really say anything heinous, you know. Right. So it's it's tactful. You have to be tactful. But at the same time, being honest with your audience draws in quality instead of quantity. You know, I'd rather just have the right amount of people watch the show than have hundreds of thousands of people that aren't going to do anything or right. not participate. You know, we, we want the interaction. We want the camaraderie. So I think that's what separates us and why I choose to be crafty sometimes. Cause let's face it. A pussy fart joke is fucking funny. <laughs> you know, I think it's funny. Duct tape core four in a trunk. I think that's funny. And yes, there are certain things you aren't supposed to say, but you just have to be tactful. Yeah, you know, and and I think I think it, it works out great for our show. No, I, I definitely agree with you on that. And as far as like, you know, I've I've actually had a few people on here now that I've met through Periscope. Uh, you know, you. I've had um, another guy who's a neuroscientist, uh, Ian. So I've had a few people on here who I've literally met through there. So you know, Periscope's a cool thing. I know it has its ups and its downs, but. Um, you know, it's, it's a cool platform. That's one lane. But of course, you also have, like you said, you have a podcast, um, you do a local events, you know, and not local necessarily, but in your perimeter there, I guess. <laughs> and uh, you, you even, of course, you even brew your own beer sometimes, right? Um, to that do, is correct. So, so, so to do all these things, it obviously requires a lot of passion. Just, just because I don't think I've ever heard you talk about it, I guess, or maybe you have, or I missed it, or you just haven't, but where or like, oh, you when, missed it. You, when, <laughs> you missed it. You missed it. <laughs> where or when did like your passion for like this start, like just for beer in general or the alcohol stuff, like to actually share so, it with people? So, how it all started to just get into beer was I was working to be a particular company's like head chef. And they wanted to work with wine. So I got a job at um, a local Total Wine here in Vegas and worked the wine department. And all of a sudden, uh, one of the beer guys from the beer department hands me a three-foid zombie dust. And I said, what is this incredible tasty thing? <laughs> and so that started me. And then so I started drinking more, started recording more. And then I was like, I want to make it too. And then all of a sudden, I met Frank, which you've seen on the show. Mm -hmm. And when I met Frank, I met him through Periscope. And like the second time I met him, he made me go to his house and start brewing. And then I just instinctively knew where I wanted to go. So which was brewing. He made you go there. He forced you. 
Yeah, because, you know, a lot of, you know, like I said, people are fickle. So, you know, there's been many people before Frank and the, the people that you see now. Right. Um, and one of the original guys, he was like, he was a big homebrewer here in town and he was going to teach me. We just never got around to it. And eventually he disappeared, you know, went to different ventures. And when Frank found that out, the second time I met him, he was like, you're brewing, bring your stuff. Let's go. Nice. That's awesome. So do you know how many beers you guys have reviewed? Do you keep a number total? Right now, documented. We on YouTube will be pushing 2000 here soon. Wow. Um, Untapped is close to 3000. Total since I've started this in 2012, I'm probably pushing close to eight thousand different beers I tasted. Wow, and that and just, so just are, in general. And are those are they're not all you know on the site, right? Because you have the website. So those no, are they're out. not all on the okay. site. Yeah, we started recording in 2014, and so we try to record as much as we can. And as the beer keeps coming in from the breweries that support us, the family that supports us, friends. Uh, even the cast members, everyone's got a pitch in. It's still a bottle share club. Um, like right now, we're probably got about a good 800 in a cooler that we just can't get to all of them right now. And very soon, we've got to add more to it. We don't let it get past. We don't let it get below a certain number. Right. So we might review a beer a year from now that was hot last year, but at least the video's still up. And the cool part is with beer, you can review a beer like 10 years later and it still becomes relevant. Right in the world of sh- in the world of uh, recording, that's interesting. So, like with with beer, I, I, I think I do like about your show is like you said, you drop knowledge from like time to time about the industry of beer or the history of beer, which you know, I, like I said, I always enjoy because I just like learning about stuff, especially if I'm not well versed in it. But um, ha- right. ha- has the beer industry itself hit its hit its ceiling, or do you feel like there's still so much growth that like exists within the industry? Well. Well, let's 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 kick some knowledge right now, Mister Mister Clock Dodgers. Let's, <laughs> let's 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 throw some knowledge out. So, in the world of beer, there are only two types: beer and lagers. All together, excluding cider, mead, and kombucha, you're looking at over ninety-three different styles of beer. Okay, you hearing me now, right? I'm hearing. And within those, under each of those, are twenty different variants and hybrids. So basically look at beer like soup. You can make soup any way you want and do it however you please. So do I think that it's going to it's hit the ceiling? No, it's actually not even scratched the surface. Because, you know, IPAs was the one thing. Lagers was another time. Right now at the moment of the year you're recording here, you're looking at barreled aged anything, sours and stouts are the ones that are on the rise right now. People want something more full, a little more ABV, and sours are just climbing. And you can change those around. Like recently, uh, one of our co-hosts brought over a rogue beer made with kombucha. And kombucha, in a nutshell, is tea that's fermented. And you can either have it non-alcohol or alcoholic. And it's actually made with beer and tea. Wow. Does that make sense? Sort of, sort of. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, I mean, the way that I'm explaining. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It definitely makes sense. Does yeah. it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's more, there's more to it. And just to like piggyback off what you said about our education. Yeah. You know, we both know school sucks. Education is important, but if there's no way to make it entertaining, such as funny or 
you know, an entertainment value to, to note the education, then it just falls to the wayside. So the one thing people don't know about how I deliver it is I give subliminal information. I'll keep saying a word in every episode over and over again until I feel that people get that. Then I'll incorporate something else. So for a while, I was saying the word nucleation. Nucleation is what happens when you pour beer in a glass and causes the head of beer to happen. You're causing nucleation. And I would say it all the time. And then once I hear someone actually say it and not realize they said it, then I move on to the next educational piece. Right. So we kind of, I just pay attention to the crowd. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And, and and it is important what you're saying as far as, you know, making it entertaining and doing it different, because like you said, there is other people who do what you do or, you know, same thing with, with podcasting, with anything, there's people who do it and they sound like robots and it's like, ah, eh. you know, some people just listen to it just because they want to just keep getting as much information as possible. But at the end of the day, man, they got to bring the entertainment, man. You got to bring the entertainment. Which you definitely you gotta do. Gotta be entertaining. Which you do. I do my best. I try. I'm so sorry. I try. I, <laughs> do well. I man. try you do so well. hard. One thing that I do, I do see when you know I'm watching your beer reviews, and again, you know, obviously for reference, I haven't seen them all, but um, it seems like whenever you guys get a beer, I don't know, I don't know how you call these. I don't know if they're called traditional beers or what, but like just Budweiser, Corona, these kind of like standard, like everyone oh, drinks them. So the words that you want to call them are mainstream beers mainstream. or household name beer. There we go. Okay. So the household <laughs> name beer. So you educate me right here on the spot. Um, is there a reason why those tend, at least from the one I've seen, like they tend to get lower grades, but yet, they're like okay. they're the most popular ones. Like I don't. It's hard to you know to, gra- to well, grasp. Well, okay. So I can explain that. So the reason why they get lower grades is just the same tasting thing, time after time. We give them mad praise because right. you know how hard it is to make something taste the same over the decades. Not easy. Like thirty years ago, I would have a Budweiser. I'd have a Budweiser today. It tastes ex- almost exactly the same. Those guys are very tedious on what they're putting out. PBR, Guinness, you know, Corona, Modelo, those things have never changed their taste since the moment you had them. So that, that's the problem. See, with craft, I can make a beer today. I can make the same beer, and it wouldn't even taste the same. It would be something slightly different. Maybe I cooked it slightly longer. Maybe the the temperature wasn't right in the fermentation tank a little bit. I wasn't as tedious as these uh, macro brews are. So the reason why they get a low grade is because there are business practices where they knock craft beer companies. They knock them. They they make fun of them. They buy them up because, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. But with the big conglomerates, they buy them up. They offer them big amount of money and they just change their stuff. So and the reason why they're so popular is because of their marketing. Everywhere you go to any sporting event, movies, anything, you see these beers and that's why it's so popular. If you didn't and they're affordable, they're super affordable. Would you rather pay, I don't know, $3 for a six pack versus, I don't know, $10 for a four pack? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So if you don't understand craft beer, you're not going to pay for it. You're not going to pay for it. Yeah. So so will those forever have like a stranglehold on the market and then the crafts and stuff will just always be in that lane that they're in? Um, it, it's up to the public to, to squash that. Mm-hmm. 
if more and more people get away from mainstream stuff, then their money, their pockets drop and you invest. That's why there's an old saying, there's a, a craft brewer, uh, craft beer um, community saying, drink local. You want to drink beers in your local area. Show the support to these guys time and time again, trying to beat the machine. They're trying to make a living, the American dream. Right. But if you're spending your money on all that other, you know, bullshit, you're never going to experience anything. You want to, you want to get out there and explore and try different things. That's why we always tell people just try. Right. You'd be surprised. Right. Yeah. One of the cool things about you guys is you never really blast anybody too bad. You're like, you know, thanks for making it. <laughs> like, that's kind of like the worst, like, you know, thanks. Yeah. I'm glad you tried. <laughs> you. Well, thank you. But you know, there, now there are some, I'll be like, what are you doing? Yeah. There was like, one you did the why, other day why, where you were but, like, what's going on here? Yeah, it was a, what was a Corona premiere. Yeah. And the only difference about that beer, it's nine calories less than Corona light and people are buying it off the shelves and it doesn't taste good. <laughs> and like you said, it was kind of like the, the fitness conscious people are buying it thinking it's doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. You could drink half a bottle of beer and be square and still do your workout yeah you'll be fine too so funny don't sell yourself short so, so while, while you're kicking knowledge here what what's one thing about beer that or is there one thing about beer that you wish more people understood or knew about well we can say it pretty simple it tastes fucking good um <laughs> no actually beer is just as popular as wine and it should be treated as such like you know when they say oh a glass of wine while you're pregnant is healthy. Well, you can drink one or two glasses of beer and it helps get rid of dead, you know, weak or dead brain cells. Um, it actually hydrates you fa- better than water. Like if you're working out. So like if you look at some of the tough martyr events or these triathlon events, sometimes they give you a steak and a beer. Why wouldn't they give you water? Cause you got to think about it. Water is only four ingredients right? Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's hops, water, malt, and yeast. That's it. Nothing else. That's it. So you got vitamins, you've got hydration. You see what I'm saying? The only, by, the only byproduct is you might get a little head change because it's, you know, it's got alcohol. In it. Yeah. And also alcohol from the first sip. And this goes for any alcohol changes your mood for the better from the very moment it touches your lips, your mood changes for the better. But again, everything is in moderation. I'm not saying go out and drink a six pack every day. Right. But it's okay to have a beer. There's nothing wrong with that. And you you'd be surprised that you'd actually find some that that pair very well with food. You can cook with it. It's very versatile. Yeah, I, I definitely seen you've mentioned that before. I didn't know the whole hydration thing. That's crazy. Man, yeah, I don't put this and, these, and all out these there. facts are out there on the internet, so it isn't like I'm just blowing smoke up anyone's ass. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i can't fact check you here key i can't do it but uh you know i'm sure somebody could if they need to <laughs> um for, right. for for someone who's not a big drinker right is there one beer uh-huh. or style of beer that you recommend i would say it depends on if you're not a beer drinker and you're coming from like cider and you're coming from wine try to stick to those flavor profiles so if you're, if you're drinking dark like cabs and they're real high in tanning and we know that kind of dries you out, 
thing. You want to mess with IPAs, double IPAs, because they do almost the same thing. Damn near exact the same. Ciders, you want to go with something a little sweeter, like a red. Some browns are sweet. Uh, some porters, some stouts, if they're chocolate. Um, my, my suggestion is try something. You know, look at the label and go for it. If it says it's a raspberry something and you like raspberry, go right in. Don't do any research. Crack it open and drink it. If that's too strong, then you know to kind of pull back from it. Or if that's too boozy, lower your ABV when you look for the next beer. There's so many different scales that you can do to try different beer. And you don't have to have a beer gut. You don't have to be lazy. <laughs> and really, seriously, there's a lot of people out there drinking beer, and they're very fit people. Right, right. You know, it's all in moderation. Just try something. Yeah. And I, I guess the same would go for someone who, who does like to drink a lot, right? I mean, again, you just got to keep trying more stuff to see what you like, right? So makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, I'll, back to OBS for a second. A, a big part of what you do at open, you know, Open society is I see, you know, it's a, a family thing and you like helping other people too. Um, why of has course. it been important for you to include that in the process? It's the human element, man. I mean, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're trying to become something great, make a little bit of money. We're not trying to be rich. We're just trying to do what we can to survive and do things that make us happy, which is record, drink beer, make beer and have a good time. But at the same time, you've got to give back. Most of the people you deal with, they're struggling. Right. And that's why I'm usually on seven days a week is because some of these people, when they turn their live streaming device off that watches us, they go back to reality and we really don't know what's really going on. So we offer on our on our website, on our events section, we, we try to encourage people to always email us GoFundMes. And we put up people's GoFundMes and we share it on our social media. No questions asked. Like I read it first if it's something silly, then it doesn't go. But I mean, someone's friend's father needs help. And we, we share that all around. You know, when you get, when you give, you get stuff in return. And I also just, I come from a place I grew up where, man, I wish somebody would have helped me out. I didn't have right. to struggle so hard or I didn't want to feel as if nobody, you know, gave two shits about me. So I like to give, you know, I like to care about people. It makes sense, man. It makes sense. And it's, it's nice. It's nice to see once in a while, you know, for people to, to do that and not just be about self. So it's always good. So I definitely wanted to bring that up. Um, OBS, the future, right? We're talking five years from now. What, what would have to take place right now from now into five years that would make you feel like we did it? We, you know, we, we, we're, this is happening. Like have a, I would say, I would say have our own little facility, a little tap room for not only, uh, making beer a place for people to come visit. I like it to be like the one of the number one destinations, no matter if it's here in Las Vegas or anywhere. We want people to travel to get there. And within that, we have our recording studio for recording our, our audio, our podcast, and then a section where we incorporate the crowd and we can always record beer and, you know, Attached to that is an animal sanctuary and a craft brewery <laughs> museum and classes. You know, it's, 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 it's so many things that are going to happen. I'm not even going to say I wish they were going to happen. It's They're gonna, going to happen. Yeah. So in five years, I like to see us double where we're at. Whether that's a better show, better digital quality imagery, whatever it is, we always like to up our game as soon as possible every 
I believe it'll happen, Key. No question, man. You just keep doing what you guys are doing for sure. Um, Absolutely. For what what I want to do here is before we close out the show, I want to play a little game we do called Foul or No Foul. Um, I just I basically I'm going to throw out you three statements, right? And if the foul statement, or no foul, foul or no foul, right? So if the statement sounds good to you, you see nothing wrong with it. It sounds right. There's no foul. It's cool. If you don't agree okay. with the statement and you're like, nah, this I'm not I'm not jiving with this, then you're throwing a foul. There's a flag on the play. There's a foul. Um, so okay, gonna, you got it. All right, cool. So let's do this. Um, the first one. There's no such thing as a bad beer. Foul or no foul. There's no such thing as a bad beer. No foul. No foul. Why? I can. They're yeah, no good? foul. The reason why it's no foul is because even if there's a beer I hate, okay, Corona, it's making money. Somebody's drinking it, and it's a regional thing. People's palates. You know, I may not like certain beers, but they're in business for a reason, and they're flying off the shelves because somebody else likes it. So, no, there's no such thing as a bad beer. Also, with that, there's no such thing as the best beer either. Because if I think the beer is bad and you think it's good, we can also go on the other end of that. And I'd be like, this is the best beer. And you'd be like, nah, this is garbage. That's why we don't ever say it's the best beer um, on our show or the worst beer. We just go, what are you doing? Right. So <laughs> it's all opinion. So, no, no foul on that. Okay. The next one, I'm a Raiders fan, man. And I know you're in the Vegas I'm area. Sorry to hear that. You're in the Vegas area. Sorry to hear that. So, I have to ask you this. Here's the statement. Right. The Raiders will be big time embraced by Las Vegas when they make the move from Oakland. Foul or no foul? Both. Foul and no foul. It's a foul because have you not seen the crowd that fucking have you not seen the fans? And no just to you. It's just <laughs> usually it's not it, it's gonna be a bad time. And no foul because it's gonna help our economy big time. So the thing I've heard is under the arena or the where they the stadium is they're doing two 200 holding cell blocks underneath it and two judges so they can get people in and out so that's gonna help are you kidding are you serious i'm very serious that was a rumor (laughs) and i believe they're putting it in yeah so the cops are going to be there because again the you know the, the fans you know and I'm not saying that the Raiders fans are one of the worst, but they're, they like to get a little rowdy sometimes. Yeah. But the cops are going to be there, arrest them, and then the judges will, you know, process them and get them out if, if their crime is just like misdemeanors and they just get a fine and they can either pay it there or set up a court date and things like that. So imagine all of that plus parking and all the merchandise. So foul and no foul. Gotcha. And the last one I wanted to ask you, um, to truly enjoy everything a beer has to offer, you should drink it warm. Foul or no foul? Um, okay, so it's a foul for the word that you used. Okay. So the word we want to use is room temperature. Room temperature, damn. Doesn't necessarily... Yeah, it basically... You're going to warm it up on the, the kettle. chill is knocked off. <laughs> well, well, when we say we're warming it up, that means it's a temperature change. So when you do room temperature, it means the ice chill is off. If it's ice cold, we can't really decipher certain beers based upon the flavor profile they're putting out. It's kind of like cooking. We said this on the show before. It's like cooking. When I'm as a chef, I'm going to give you food right off the skillet, put it on your plate, give it to you. Do you eat it right away or do you blow on it? You wait, you blow on it. Right. Why is that? So you don't burn your tongue and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. So if something's ice cold, what happens to your senses if you suck on an ice cube? Freeze them up, man. 
Exactly. It numbs you down. And that means nothing's going to work properly. The only beers that you want to drink ice cold are the ones that are designed for the hot summer. Shandies, lagers, particular blonde L's, certain IPAs. But for our job, most of your dark beers are best at room temperature. But if you truly want to experience the flavor profile and the aromatics, you want it not ice cold. So hence why we say room temperature. Never gotcha. warm because the, the people that don't understand that will think it's a hot beer. Yeah. And hot beers are gross. <laughs> Put your beer in the microwave. That's what we'll be doing because I said warm. All right. All right, man. Well, I mean, listen. Uh, we're gonna bring this conversation to a halt, man. I think we, I think we covered everything that I wanted to cover today. Um, one thing I do always ask our guests, though, um, if they can drop a recommendation for the listeners. So, I mean, it could be a place to visit, a book to read, a show to watch, a beer to drink, a product to buy. I mean, literally anything, even a mindset to live with. Can you give us, man, a recommendation? Oh, that's easy. I can give. Hell yeah, I can give you a recommendation. OBSBeers.com. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, uh, well, I mean, if they're looking for beer education, uh, different styles, things like that, they can always go to obsbeers.com. All of our social media is right there. Now, as far as another recommendation, I would say if you come to Las Vegas, head over to Aces and L's. That is the mecca of craft beer here in the Valley, and it is literally off the strip, and it's on more of the northern side on Tanea and Cheyenne. And those guys always have crazy, crazy, crazy beers. And um, it's a great place uh, for people that are just really trying to get in the beer. Those guys have amazing taps. Dope. Good recommendation. Yeah. And for the social media and everything, is it the same handle on everything or is it different? Everything. It's OBS beers. And just to make it easier for your listeners, all they have to do is head over to the website, obsbeers.com, okay. and right on the homepage, you'll see all of our social media icons, just in case they're like, well, what was it again? And then you just click on those icons. It takes them directly to all of our social media. Perfect. Yes, go to OB, OBS, obsbeers.com. Is that what it is? obsbeers.com okay perfect yeah that's definitely you know definitely follow the social media the periscope the youtube all that good stuff man and and any way um if they did want to support also on the website right absolutely that would be obsbeers.com forward slash support and that they can either make contributions to the set such as mailing a beer from their neck of the woods if we haven't spoken about it and then if they just want to help out there are a couple of other options Awesome. Man, Key, this was a great conversation. You know, it sucks that we waited so long, but it's, you know, it was well worth the wait. And That's your fault. That's your fault. <laughs> I can't take 100% blame for this, Key. I can't do it, man. We got to share the blame. All right, whatever. <laughs> we had whatever. to do this again, though. We had to do this again for sure and not years apart. So definitely Fair uh, enough. definitely do this again. Anything else, man, before we go here? Any shout outs? Any Anything you want to say before we close it out? I like to... You know, I'd like to give a huge shout out to Clog Dodgers for basically waiting an entire year to do this um, <laughs> almost an hour long show. I'd like to give a huge shout out to his procrastinating ways. So, big shout out to you, bro. Real nice, man. I love Real you. nice, kid. Real nice, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, man. Well, you have a good night, man. I'm sure everyone will, you know, check this stuff out and enjoy it. I definitely encourage them to do so. And uh, thank you again, man, for, you know, taking time out of your day to do this. Man, I appreciate it, man. You keep doing what you're doing. I'll see you soon. Likewise, man. Likewise. Later. And there you have it. That is the official key of Open Bottle Society interview conversation on Clock Dodgers Podcast. Guys, I appreciate you for hanging with me. Again, again, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. 
You can also follow on Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, uh, any social media platform at Clock Dodgers. That's the easiest way to get in touch with us. Um, feel free to you know drop a tweet, a DM, whatever it is. If you have any questions, um, if you have any suggestions for guests, for converse topics for conversation, literally anything at all, um, feel free to either drop it to us on you know one of the social media platforms or just email it at clockdodgers at gmail.com. It's just the easiest ways to do it. Um, I love hearing from you guys. Big shout out. You guys know I always. Um, I, I never say names, but um, I always want to make sure I thank people for either emailing or uh, sending a, send a DM, however it is, when you hear an episode and it connected for some reason, whether it's a conversation we had with a guest, whether it's something we talked about, whether it's one of the 15-minute uh, breaks, you know, where we have a lot of uh, motivate, motivating type episodes for those. Um, someone reached out to me recently on Instagram and said how much, you know, one of the recent 15 minute breaks, you know, impacted them and how much they really appreciated it. Um, stuff like that is great. It lets us know that, you know, we're, we're on the right path, right? We're doing the, we're, we're delivering the right kind of content. We're having the right kind of guests on the show and we're doing things how you, you know, how, what you're, for what you're looking for. Um, so it lets us know that the clock dodger system works. And that's what I want to just keep doing. So any comments, any interaction from you guys at all, feedback, what, tell me what I'm doing wrong, whatever it is, however you, I want to know how you feel. I want to know how you feel. That's what I want to hear from you. So feel free to reach out. Um, again, clockdodgers.com is the website. If you're looking for the podcast, they're all on there. Um, we have a lot of unique articles, whether they're opinion-based articles um, from about, you know, we got sports articles, entertainment, um, mental health, um, health, just regular health and fitness. There's all kinds of stuff on there. If you're interested in contributing, also feel free to reach out to me. Even if you've never written a day in your life, we get people who contact us, who just have, you know, who get motivated, who've had this passion to write or this passion on a certain topic, and they just want to contribute. Reach out to me. Please do not hold back from reaching out to me. Again, whether you want to write, whether you want to contribute in some other sort of way, we're always open to, you know, collabing with other people uh, to just, you know, uh, have some experience with other people. We're always down for that. So uh, never shy away from that. Um, again, thank you to everybody who has left reviews. If you haven't left a review, please do so. Those those really help also. Um, sometimes people wonder, like, what's the point of leaving a review? Like, I already listened to the show. Like, what 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 is the real, you know, you know I like it because I'm listening and I talk to you or whatever it is. Why would I leave a review? The easiest way to put this is that think about the people who come across the show and don't know what it is, right? Like if you don't know what Clock Dodgers is, they don't know about the family that we've created. They don't know about the community that we've built. They don't know about the conversations that we have. Um, your review gives them an idea. It gives them a little peek. Obviously, they won't get everything in their review, um, but it gives them a, you know, a heads up on, on what we're doing here. So please, if you haven't left a review, please do so. You can never get enough of those because it, it just... The more they see, the better. And everyone gives a different, you know, review. And so they share a different piece of what we do. It's just really cool. So again, clockdodgers.com is where you find everything at Clock Dodgers on social media. It's how you can follow us and keep in touch with us. Um, big shout out to everybody who's been supporting the show, who's been showing a lot of love, who's been around from day one. And shout out to everyone who this is their day one. See, that's how we do it here. We got love for our day ones and everyone whose day one this is. All right. Big shout out to Key. Again, you guys heard how to support him. Go to his website, follow him on social media, listen to his podcast, watch him on Periscope. Um, it's all worth it. 
And you guys know a big thing for me is if you could reach out to him, say, yo, Key, you killed it on the podcast, man. Make sure you come back. You know, it was good hearing from you. I learned some new things. You're a funny dude, whatever it is, whatever it is, just reach out to him. Let him know you heard him and you appreciated the conversation and you'd like him to do it again. Um, we have a lot of big things planned. You guys know how we roll. It's never going to stop. We got, we got stuff lined up. Also, a lot of you know I took uh, a step in a, in a new direction. Uh, I joined the No Halftime team, which is a daily fantasy sports app. I'm um, doing a marketing directing over there. So there's a lot of things we got in the works. Please follow their social media as well. If you follow me on at Clock Dodgers, I can give you the uh, the No Halftime information. Listen to the podcast. If you're into sports, it's an all sports podcast. It's not like Clock Dodgers where we jump around to different passionate topics and conversations and things that need to be talked about. Um, this is an all sports conversation podcast. So maybe you don't like sports. That's cool, but I know you got a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a husband or a wife or a cousin or an aunt or an uncle or a coworker or someone at a bar or someone at your barber shop or whatever it is that does love sports. If you could just kindly push them in the direction, of course, of Clock Dodgers, but also of No Halftime. No Halftime Podcast, it's all sports, 100%. Sometimes we, you know go off the path a little bit, but that's part of its beauty. Um, but again, No Halftime, if you guys could support that, it means a lot to me. Um, other than that, guys, I don't want to keep you up any longer, uh, hold you up any longer. You know, we have lots of other content coming. We have lots of, you know, fun things coming, giveaways, charity stuff we're working on, um, all kinds of stuff. You guys don't understand how much you mean to all of this. Um, also, we got to send this off on a song as usual. We got to send this off on a song. So uh, go ahead and enjoy the music. Um and again, if you have any questions, anything you want to reach out to us at all, just feel free to reach out to us. But as far as the um, as far as the music that we're playing here at the end of the episode, let me go ahead and give you the information. The artist is a super talented artist. I've actually played her music before on the podcast, and I'm just going right back to her again. Uh, the artist is Era. Um, she has this unique voice that I can't describe, but her music is very, you know. I don't know. It just has a vibe to it. It has a, it has a vibe. I can't explain it. You have to hear it to understand what I'm saying. If you, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know who I'm talking about. Um, but go ahead. I'm going to have her contact information in the, um, in the description of the podcast. I know some people don't look at the description, but it's going to be in the description. I'll also have it posted on the, on the, uh, on the website, cloudodders.com. Um, but it's era and the song is called, uh, I just want to make sure I give you the, the, the facts here. The, the song is called Sunsets, and it's produced again by Do You Love Me and also um, Rice Wine on this one. So Do You Love Me and Rice Wine are the producers. The artist is Era. Um, super talented, man. Just can't, there, there's no, no other way to put it. Um, I'm going to let you guys vibe out to this song. Enjoy it. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. As always, be kind, be great, keep dodging. Keep dodging.